and we're live. Welcome back to another Damana Agile Conversation episode podcast. I'm your able host, Joe Botieno, and my able co-host. So this is Richard uh, uh, Richie. Uh, so today I just want to take a second um, to simply give a background to who or what Damana is because I realized out of our many podcasts, we've never really given a, a solid uh, foundation to who the mana is. So basically, the mana agilist is a community of agile practitioners. And our intention is to build a strong and a vibrant agile community within the country that can even spread across the regions in East Africa, Uganda, Tanzania, Rwanda, Burundi. And ours is simple to bring together uh, various practitioner units within the Agile space from Scrum Master to Product Owner to Agile Leaders to Agile Managers together and simply try to drive conversation on how best to, to, to mold and nurture Agile within the organizations and within communities. So at a very high level, ours is to build, equip, and empower a community of Agile practitioners with a keen eye on cultural transformation within the East African region. Now, I think that was more than 10 seconds. So in today's episode, we want to focus on some of the many questions that we've been receiving uh, on our platforms, our various social media platforms. And um, two things that have kept coming up or popping up are, what's the difference between a Scrum Master and an Agile Coach? And two, what does it mean or what does it take to become a high-performing team? And today I want us simply to focus on those two particular topics. Now, a Scrum Master is a role defined in the Scrum Guide. So I want to begin at that particular point. Okay? So within Scrum, as a framework within Agile, there are certain roles that are defined. And these are basically uh, positions of accountability, and responsibility. The key three roles defined within the Scrum Guide are that of a Scrum Master, that of a Product Owner, and that of a Developer. Now, who then is a Scrum Master? And then again, there has always been a lot of misconception of who a Scrum Master is or what a Scrum Master does. Now, at a very, very, very high level, when you look at a Scrum Master, this is someone who holds thought on the agile practice and process. At a very, very high level, that's who I'd say a Scrum Master is. Okay? So this is someone who holds thought on and basically is a custodian of the agile practice. So you look at uh, the whole agile process. Okay, the value. So his is basically to establish Scrum within a team and within an organization. And today, just want us to take time and delve deeper because there's, I think, some plastic level definition of who a Scrum Master is and certain misconception of who a Scrum Master is. Now, before I go further, I want to invite Richie to, in his mind, you know, walk us through from his experience who he thinks a Scrum Master is. <laughs> Interesting one, Job. Uh, 
one of the things I do in my professional life is teach. And uh, one of the things I do as I teach is I teach about uh, Scrum as one of the Agile frameworks. And uh, <clears throat> to enable people to understand uh, Scrum, you have to talk about its history. I don't know if you knew this job. Uh, Scrum was uh, more or less uh, conceptualized in 1995, 96. I, I stand corrected. Well before the Agile Manifesto in 2001. And it was like a reaction to how guys were doing software development. It was mostly a, a software developer's um, roundtable uh, of things. And when when they came together then, and uh, my history could be a bit uh, flaky, the idea was to just find a better way of doing things. And they felt that this uh, approach where you have a command and control individual um, to lead the team and then the developers basically follow this guy blindly was not the best approach. And so they tried to have, um, I would use the word collegiate uh, leadership. And from that, they got someone who would take a servant leader approach to to the way they, they, they work. So this person's job was literally to help them remove impediments. And of course, um, someone who looked at how the work was being done, not necessarily focused on the work itself, so that he could smooth the rails as you can term it, so the team has a very easy time focusing on doing the technical work. So this person became the Scrum Master. Where they came up with the term Master, I have no idea, uh, but I've also had people we've talked to who's, who've tried to understand the whole hierarchy of an agile team and they think master because of the term master, this is the guy who's at the top of the pile mm. and calls the shots. Um, but I think the, the, the term basically is a bit of a misnomer. But the idea is that you have someone there whose job is to look after the team and make sure that they're able to to work effectively. And of course, that approach requires a servant leader, leader approach as opposed to a command and control. Mm -hmm. Leaders are here with a capital L. So I know everything, I do everything, I tell you what to do, when to do it. Um, and I think that's 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 the role of a scrum master in my opinion. Yeah, so the reason why I wanted to begin at that particular point is, and you're right, uh, the origins of scrum date back to the 90s. And um, if you think about it carefully, the the scrum values when you look at the four is it five or six scrum values so the, if you look at the scrum values of uh, courage focus commitment respect and openness they are derived from the core values of extreme programming okay now again back to the role of a scrum master and yes you're right so and the reason why we really want to look at this particular topic and delve deeper into it is because in some organization, the role of a scrum master is seen superficially. And the reason why I keep saying I say it's superficial is because some organizations don't really think that they need someone in that particular role or position on a full-time basis and can have it on a rotational basis. Reason being, a Scrum Master has been misconstrued. The role itself has been misconstrued to mean that as a Scrum Master, you are maybe, you are a scribe, 
meaning that UAS is simply to take notes of what's happening in the... So again, the events have been turned into meetings and more of reporting sessions. So as a Scrum Master, UAS is to, you know, be a scribe, take notes, write down what's supposed to happen in the sprint planning, daily planning, refine the backlog, right? And that can be done by anybody. As a Scrum Master, UAS is to be a secretary, right? So you're a secretary to the team, a secretary to the product owner, a secretary to the cluster lead, you are more of a scrum police, you are more of a team boss, and it comes back to the word master. You are more of an admin, you are a coffee clerk. And based on that, there are those organizations who have looked at it at a very superficial level and have discarded it. And as a result, there's so many teams that are suffering because of that. Now, from a scrum guide perspective, a scrum master is someone who is accountable for the team's outcome and responsible for the team's progress towards delivery of the product goal or a product increment. So basically, as a Scrum Master, you are there to make sure that the team, one, is performing in that they are constantly focused on the goal that they're supposed to attain you are there to ensure that um, whatever the team needs and that comes to the impediment removal, you attend to that. As a Scrum Master, again, and I'm going to come back to the word master. So when you think about it, the word master, it implies or uh, brings the assumption that you are an expert or a master of the framework. So ideally, as a Scrum Master, you need to have mastered the whole of the Scrum framework, and ideally, you are more of an SME in it. That's the word master. But then again, the layering. Let's look at the layering because if you go back to the Scrum guide, there are three layerings for a Scrum master. One, you are available to the team, you are available to the product owner, and again, you are available to the organization, which means that the kind of support that you provide the team, the organization, and individuals on a one-on-one -on -one basis is pretty broad. And thus comes the key or the core definition of who a Scrum Master is. And I think to be able to define who a Scrum Master is, then you need to dig deeper and look at what, how far above and beyond a Scrum Master goes. And you've mentioned the term servant leadership, right? So maybe let's delve into that particular term, servant leadership, and what it means to you. Well, before we jump into that, <clears throat> just wanted to unpack a bit more of, of what uh, removal of impediments may entail, especially in organizations that are new to Scrum. Um, and you're right, the, the, the reason someone is termed a Scrum Master is because they're supposed to understand the framework really well. And by virtue of that knowledge, pass it on to the team and the environment in which the team operates, so the organization within the, which the team operates. But I don't think, and you can, you can attest to this, it's as simplistic as an education exercise. You know, let people know what is, is happening and people change behavior or attitudes or understanding towards how they would engage with the Scrum team. Um, now to into your point about the the servant leader issue, um, which is 
and and I've observed this a servant leader in an organization that doesn't appreciate appreciate servant leadership <clears throat> will look like a clown to be honest you look like a weakling you look like um I've heard of people being called what is it politicians uh, they're trying to appease people so that they can gain fame and fortune within the team so that the team can then approve whatever decisions they need to make without uh, any opposition um so so servant leadership if you ask me is 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 broader than just within the, the the agile team it requires the organization to start embracing that as an approach in terms of leadership and you mentioned earlier on about coaching and i think this is where that comes about because uh, it's a good methodology through which people can start adopting this kind of practices and behaviors around uh, how they lead um and eventually the scrum master will succeed because he'll start getting an environment where people appreciate servant leadership the team will start uh, appreciating the 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 servant leader approach um i've seen some scrum masters in some teams work <laughs> where they they have meetings with the team and the team tells them eventually yeah so tell me what i need to do thank you for all this uh, of all nice and good in consulting and everything mm. so tell me what my task is for tomorrow uh, because they don't understand the whole concept of of of, of being a servant leader that like my work is just to make your environment better and you then can then choose the best way to 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 do your task mm. so now when you talk about servant leadership and um here's the thing about so when to those who are just joining the conversation so we began laying the foundation of you know the the superficial definition of what scrum master is and as is defined within the scrum guide now as we now branch off into the different layering of what makes a scrum master so we're looking at the different hearts of a scrum master and we've brought in the concept of leadership so when you talk about leadership uh and again when you talk about servant leadership so it is a concept right and it's i'm i'm going to use the word like a stance within this the the scrum master layering it's more of a metaphorical term now so ideally as a scrum master you are a leader not by title okay let let's begin with that and the reason why i'm saying you are a leader but not a leader with title because simply let's go back to the core tenets of 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 agility and scrum so you are a self organizing team you are a self managing team um you have all the skills you need you are autonomous right so you make you are empowered and you make all the decisions that you need to make towards the product increment now so as a servant leader or as a leader and that is a stance within as being a scrum master because as a scrum master one they need to know you are a leader if you if you're going to go into the role of a scrum master just know you're stepping into leadership in as much as remember we've really talked about the misconception of who a scrum master is so you are actually stepping into a role of leadership but not a leadership of title but you are stepping into a role of leadership where you seek to enroll others into a vision right and which vision are we talking about here you're talking about a, an agile vision on how or to buy into the agile spirit so you want to cultivate certain cultural elements or aspects 
Okay. So as a servant leader, um, you enable the team, you empower the team. You constantly strive towards ensuring that clarity towards product goal and definitions are actually understood by the team, right? So as a servant leader, it also means that you are, a, you are able to, you know, build through, how do I call it? Through influence, you know, collaborate, build, caucuses through influence, right? Uh, so you're able to listen to people before actually making a decision. But then again, if you're going to become an effective leader, servant leader, it doesn't mean that as a servant leader, you're someone who is soft, you're someone who is weak, right? But you're someone who is, can be firm on your decision, on your on where you stand, regardless of what everybody thinks of where Scrum is or where Agile is going. So that for me is what I'd um, refer to as servant leadership. So as usual, we have a latecomer who's walked in and we're talking today on two key topics. One, we're trying to differentiate Scrum Master from an Agile coach. And then later on, if time allows, we're going to build up into what makes an effective Agile team. So from your definition or from your experience, what are your thoughts of who a Scrum Master is? Hello, everyone. So Dennis is here now. I had to finish up a small agenda, but I'm, I'm here. So in regards to... Um, hmm. Let me ask first. Your first question was the difference between an agile coach and a scrum master, or it was a difference. No, it's your your your. If you are to in, to define a scrum master, what would your definition be? Scrum master is an in, an individual who understands the agile practices and actually practices them. He or she also coaches and acts as a servant leader where need be in an agile team or across the whole organization. So it depends on how you how you take it. So that's how I will play play so, it out. And I really like the way he has come in, right? And um he's come with the textbook definition of what Scrum Master is, and that's where we began with as defined in the Scrum Guide. Because again. Let's go back to the Scrum Guide and see what the Scrum Guide says who a Scrum Master is. And I'm going to just to be particular about that. You know, again, within Scrum, the three roles that are defined, that of a Scrum Master, that of a product owner, and that of the development team, right? Now, and before you came in, uh, Richie kind of gave a historical background of how it Agile morphed to of how Scrum as an Agile framework morphed to be. Having the need to have that one person within the team, you know, like having an, if you're in, a, in an orchestra, that person who has like the bird's eye view, right? Who can really get to get everyone. Everyone is playing at a different tune, different beat, different instrument, but you really want to bring that harmony, right? And we're talking about moving from idea to market in the shortest time period possible, right? through incremental delivery. And to be able to do that, you need someone within at the core of the team to be able to direct the team towards high performance. And I've brought in that term high performance, right? Someone who can see the, the, 
the details, the little details of it, right? So, and that's how the role of a Scrum Master came in to be, right? So, when Scrum came in, they came in with the term Scrum Master, having borrowed it from the software or as it began, right? And from the Scrum Guide, it simply looks at it as someone who helps to establish the Scrum through the process and the rules, right? So, and you do this at different layers. So basically, as a Scrum Master, you are accountable to the team, you're accountable to the, to the product owner, you're accountable to the organization. But as you delve deeper, and as you know, at a very high level, Agile and Scrum is very simple, but very complex to, to do, right? And that's the need to have someone who really have an understanding to it, right? So when you think about it deeply, a Scrum Master, there's the different layering to being a Scrum Master, not just being someone who helps to establish Scrum practices and the processes, right? And Richie went in, and I think he kind of uh, went ahead of me, and, was, and he was now looking at the different instances, stances of a Scrum Master, and he brought in the concept of servant leadership, right? So now we're looking at that. Now we, we're now like you know, layering, looking at the different layers that lie beneath to who a Scrum Master is. Because other than just helping the team to establish uh, the Scrum process, the practices, to understand the values. Again, if you look at Scrum, it is built on three pillars, transparency, inspection, and adaptability, right? Then there are the four values, focus, commitment, respect, openness. It helps, he's there to help the team understand those, right? And also to be able to understand the importance of having those different events and so forth, right? But again, it goes, you need to have that soft element to know having that human, because Scrum and Agile is all about human interaction. So now, how deeply can you go? Because again, if someone is going to come into the role of a Scrum Master, he needs to know it's not just about a matter of, you know, the Scrum rules and the Scrum processes, period. So I guess the only thing I can jump in there and point out is from my experience, what I know, felt, is if you if you want to become a Scrum Master or any Agile practitioner, you need to lead with empathy. That's something that many or some Scrum Masters lack or Agile leaders lack. And that is the human aspect that is needed. Without empathy, it will be very hard for you to experiment. Because that means if you experiment and something fails, you're going to harm someone. Instead of understanding, you know, like inspecting, adapt, then you move on to the next experiment till you, you achieve what is needed. So for any Agile practitioner, if you fully, fully want to jump into the Agile wagon, you need to lead with empathy. Because if you don't have that, it won't, you won't, you won't proceed as much as you would want to proceed. Because many people come with the, uh, what's it called, the autocratic leadership style, where whatever I have to say, it has to be done, even if it's micromanaging, you know, it's okay. That works to a certain extent. But in regards for the team to trust you, in regards to you making your team better, because anyone who joins an Agile team, whether you're doing Agile or not, you need to come out better than how you started. That's the whole aspect of that collective accountability and uh, you know that oneness. 
So to me, leading with empathy number one. Before even you understand even what agile is. Mm-hmm. Richie, let's keep digging on that layering. Oh, no, the beauty about it is everybody has that capacity to be empathetic. And I think uh, depending on how long you worked in certain places, you've probably killed that power. <laughs> because uh, some places they, they view that as weakness. Empathy yes. is weakness and uh, to, for you to be a leader, you need to be firm, you need to be strong, you need to be, what the, the term they use is dispassionate, you know, that you don't touchy-feely-feely, no. They want you to make hard decisions at the hard times where they forget the decisions impact human beings and you're a human being as well. So I agree with Dennis 110%. If you are unable to empathize with your team, your team will not view you as a as a person. They will view you as a cog that can be replaced. They'll follow <laughs> you as long as you they yeah. need to. Yes. And the day somebody comes in and understands them, that person will stick with them. And I think that goes to um, you know, the concept of trying to get out of that hamster wheel, right? And it goes back to what we we're discussing earlier, you know, the misconception of who a scrum master is. And that's why some organizations are taking it at a very superficial level. Like, you know, a scrum master can be anybody. I can pick anybody from the street and this person can become my scrum master. And, you know, in order to, de- to develop uh, empathy for the team, it goes back to understanding um, what does it mean to be a self-organizing cross-functional team, right? What does it mean to, to be autonomous, to work towards a transcendent goal, right? And it takes someone to understand that, you know, it doesn't take a day for me to, for the team to become high performing. And it's not, again, uh, build, again, it, it's not again about, you know, getting the soft, while it's important to get the, the product out there in the shortest time period, it is important to understand what does it mean to get that product out there that one is scalable, is marketable, is usable, gains traction. And for that to happen, as a scrum master, there is the element of facilitation. There's the element of uh, communication and collaboration with, uh, with, with key people. For example, how do I enable interaction between the team and the customer? I think one of the saddest things today that happens is that the customer has been put at a different layer. There's a, an additional layer between the team and the customer. So for the team to understand what the customer wants, they go through someone. I'm not trying to undermine the role of, of, let's say, a product owner or a product manager. But again, it takes someone, that level of empathy to, for the team to be able to understand or conceptualize what the customer wants. No, I need to get this person here. For the team to be, to be effective, I need to be able to remove certain impediments. And, you know, it goes now to what you're talking about, the different stances of a scrum master. And I think also to be able to under, to gain that element of empathy. And, uh, and it's going to be important, I think, going forward for people. If you are transitioning from, let's say, a software uh, lead or a project manager or a product owner into the role of a scrum master, you have to understand that, you know, that role entails different sorts, different kind of leadership. You know, that is... So it brings me to the other instance of a Scrum Master, that of a teacher and a coach. 
Hechi, maybe before we do a commercial break. So, uh, by virtue of you having to deal with individuals, <clears throat> you'll have to, number one, educate them. Let me not use the word teacher. You'll have to educate them, especially on at a bare minimum, the scrum practices, so that they're able to utilize the, fr- the, the framework to its full capacity. So it's, 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 I would use the analogy of, of uh, teaching someone how to ride a bike. You could teach them the basics, which is balancing and uh, pedaling, and they can only ride within a safe environment, you know, like an, an, a yard with no vehicles or other obstacles on, on the place. And then you can also teach them how to, to, to move with speed, come to stop at, uh, at a sudden instance, how to avoid obstacles, how to gauge speed and movement of other vehicles around them. They are more effective cyclists than the, 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 than the former. So the idea with, with, um, with the Scrum Master is to get people uh, moving along in the, in the adoption of the Scrum framework and how Scrum works in that, in that regard. And the most effective way to do that is through coaching. Why? Because each and every individual, and this is the humanistic part of it, is unique. Uh, so how certain people learn, they may be in the same team, they may have worked in the same team for 10 years, how they learn is totally different. So you need to have a tailored approach to each and every individual, and that tends to be through coaching. Trying to understand their context, understand what they want to achieve, helping them achieve it at their own pace, so that they're able to then understand what needs to be done and then be effective as a team member. Awesome. So we're going to take about um, one minute break. Then we come back and we close. <laughs> 